Welcome to Fantasy Lens, the number one rated podcast in Union, Middlesex, and Burlington counties. Yeah, that's me. Oh yeah. So we got we have three of the twenty one counties in New Jersey covered. Uh, I'm John, joined by Anthony and Brian. We are back after a hiatus, and feels like forever. Well, yeah, it was a couple weeks. Uh, and I mean, the reason why we came back, of course, is to discuss the opening episode of Bachelorette. It was crazy. There was a hearse, an ox. Uh, someone already got eliminated on the first day. Someone died. What? No, no. A guy came out of a hearse and said, "Like, oh my God, Becca. Uh, when I found out you were the Bachelorette, I literally died." Why do you watch that shit? Uh, because it's America's fifth sport, obviously. <sighs> I thought that was a challenge. What? Um, Are they yeah. all like wrapped up into one? Well, it's like challenge, but uh, it's like 20 dudes going after one girl. No, I mean, I know what The Bachelor is. I'm just saying, like, when it comes, like, challenge, survivor, bachelor, would you say, like, all of those together make up America's fifth sport? Yeah, I, I, could, I could see reality, trashy reality TV shows being America's fifth sport. But, like, but like reality competition. Yeah. Because that's not, there's competition involved in the three. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, like Amazing Race and shit like that, right? Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched Amazing Race in a while. I, like, I can't believe Survivor's on its like twenty fifth season. Twenty fifth, what? I think it's like much. I think it's more than that. That's crazy. That's even crazy. Because like two seasons a year. I only know this because Allison watches it religiously. My wife. Yes. My um, wife. I think. Oh God. <laughs> I think by now, if anyone does listen to this show, uh, they know Allison is my wife. My wife. Okay, I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they do two seasons a fucking year. So, and they've been doing it for like 15 years, 16 years. So they're at least on 30 plus seasons. It's insane. Yeah. It's fucking right. insane. Yeah, that, that is pretty insane. Uh, ooh. Well, that's, that, what was that? Well, that you're, that's definitely not understand. A little bit of a wind tunnel. Is it still happening? Why? It, it just stopped. Well, what did you do? Okay, I turned on the microphone, and that definitely started picking up the fan. So oh. I realized I was using the Skype microphone. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So maybe I just should not use this microphone today. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so, because that immediately sounded like we were in a fucking wind tunnel. Oh, <laughs> I could turn off the fan and turn on the microphone. Oh, man, that's funny. You can only do one or the other. Or you could... Yeah, I don't know. All right, I'm about to get real sweaty in this piece. Oh, yeah. Right, Continue well, your Bachelor conversation while so, I get sweaty. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, there there is a football aspect of it because there's two former NFL players on it and a uh, PFF guy on it. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. So, what One guy so was... like a, What? It's always like five degrees hotter down here, so just to let you know, I'm suffering more than you are. Oh, okay. I mean, it's pretty warm in here, too, actually. I mean, I'm pretty comfortable. For once. What are you... What All are you, right, Mike's on. Oh, man. That's a, that's a big difference. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a big difference. I don't know if it actually makes a difference on the uh, on the recording. But we'll get this right one year. What, at some point, we'll get this audio right. Who knows? Who the We're going fuck into knows? season three soon. This is the off-season. Season this three? Is the time four. Ten- this is season four. Oh, yikes. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? I, I know. This is the this is the season to tinker. Yeah, yeah. I tink- mean, the all season is the <laughs> time to tinker. This is when you usually hit your prime. Season four. Well, the season. Pro- Go on, sorry. I was gonna say it depends on the sport, though. You know, certain certain sports you can hit your prime fourth year. Certain, you know, like you know, some like a little later. Maybe NHL could be a little bit later. Um, Damn. But yeah, no, baseball right. for sure. Actually, NHL could be a little later. NHL, they figured out like your prime seasons or like your first five seasons, and then you're just declining the entire time. In the NHL, yeah, really, really, yeah, yeah. Football's like right away. I was gonna say you better be good pretty quickly, or else you're gonna be old and done. Well, I was gonna say if it's, if it's like since we're a football podcast, um, we're pretty much like we're done as a running back. Most running backs don't last more than a year or two. <laughs> so, well, you got the best of us already. So. It's all downhill from here. So we're the Iron Rod. We're the we're the quarterback that sat for a little just to uh, learn. Oh, we're the Aaron Rodgers. Okay. <laughs> Actually, we're the quarterback who got thrusted in and threw a bunch of interceptions his first three years. 
Now we're ready to go. Well, oh, how about this? We're, all right, last last comparison before we need to move on. Uh, well, Alex Smith, who every year had to go through a different offensive coordinator, and finally, when he got <laughs> traded, learned to get better on the Chiefs. How about that? Sure. Yes. <laughs> we just need and we'll Andy. see about the Redskins this year. We need our Andy Reid, is what you're saying. Yes, we need our Andy Reid. So, but uh, all right. So, is there a technician out there that's like a little hefty and doesn't know much about time management and loves <laughs> loves Hawaiian t-shirts? <laughs> and you're our guy. Right. Um, I mean, one one guy was is, was a tight end. He, he caught like eight touchdowns, apparently. So. What are you talking about? I'm already glistening over here. Bachelorette. That's oh. fan. Stop. We're done with the Bachelorette. No, no more Bachelorette talk. We're done. I thought we were talking about tight end. I thought we were going to start talking about uh, Hunter what? Henry. I mean, he has more touchdowns than Hunter Henry. Oh, God. Um. All right. Speaking of a bunch of people trying to be one that's not a bachelor thing <laughs> i'm segueing into brian colangelo the greatest sports story of the year so far i'd say it's crazy that the nba has had two um burner account stories this year two very high profiles yeah. second best player in the league and then like, and a team president yeah and like a guy that was heavily invested in USA basketball and the son of another basketball executive. That's- this is great. This is just peak NBA. It's exactly what you want out of a scandal. Something that everybody can laugh about on Twitter and something that doesn't make anybody except probably Brian Colangelo <laughs> angry. Like, it's just perfect. This is... This is what you want as a sport to keep people engaged on a down day, even though I know the finals are coming up. But, you know, it's so it's such the antithesis of the NFL. Like all of the basketball talk I heard was not about comparing Cavs Warriors for. It was all about trying to find all of Colangelo's uh, burner accounts <laughs> and trying to figure out what person sent the ringer the tip and it's probably Sam Hickey sent the tip because they uh the account that sent uh that sent the tip said like oh yeah i have experience in uh computer ai and you know stuff like that and you know what classes sam hickey's teaching at stanford those things ooh love it if this if this is Hinky's doing, it's unbelievable. He's an evil genius, and the Sixers just – I know he went to the Broncos. Oh, and a, a, there's a football collaboration, a little crossover. He went to uh, – he's a consultant with the Broncos now. Yeah, so – Just in case you uh, readers, listeners didn't know. Yeah, but so- – You mean if, I, if, I'm the, if I'm the Sixers and I find out that Hinky was behind this, I hire him back. Because if there's an evil genius in the atmosphere, you don't want his ire pointed towards you. No, like you, you rather point it towards other people. Yeah, you have to harness that evil genius. Like if this was wrestling, like this would be the best setup for like the main event at WrestleMania, <laughs> <laughs> where Colangelo yeah, steals Hinky's job. Hinky falls back for a while, conspires against them. Gets Colangelo fired, and then they have the you know the the main event to figure out who is actually the president of the Seventy Sixers. This is like very similar to not too. It's a lot more lighthearted and fun, but it's kind of similar in the time frame to uh, Deflategate, which was talked about leading up to the Super Bowl. Except that NFL analysts and NFL front office and just the mood in general behind the league is so much more serious when it comes to any topic that something like deflating a ball couldn't be made into just a funny tweet storm. Like imagine if it like somebody just took some air out of a ball in basketball how many tweets Joel Embiid would just be flying out there? Like they'd laugh it off, and it would be it would be done. They they laugh it off. No one would really get punished, and it would just be let's move on to the game. 
Well, football just seems like you well. Know, I mean, it's... listen. When you deflate a football, though, that's serious. Like you can't you can't let any team get away with that. That's a serious offense. So this is so stupid. <laughs> that took up over that took up about a year and a half of the NFL news cycle. It took about so a year and long. a half. That's unbelievable. Yeah, no, it's pretty crazy. But that's football for you. I don't know. But, I, I mean, speaking of Joel Embiid, like, and he was the the recipient of a bunch of these. I mean, because Colangelo, instead of just you know pumping yourself up with your burner accounts, which I mean, I figure like a lot of people would do, but hey, right, first off, a he kept up with five burner accounts for years, for <laughs> years. That's crazy. You know how much effort that takes? That takes so much effort. Like that. Why not? Like. Just put that into your job and become a better GM. Yeah, that takes a lot of effort and time. And actually, the ability of having five different accounts on, like, you know, like, yeah. that's, you have to carry around five phones. Or just... No, no, no. Well, you could just, no, it was all to the same phone. Oh, so it was just. Because they, they actually did the thing where uh, people tried to log into these accounts. Yeah. To, like, just to see what phone number was listed to it. I mean, they only list the last two numbers, but three of the accounts all had the same last two digits of the phone number uh like literally yeah like basketball twitter could solve almost any mystery together <laughs> the collaboration they're so engaged the especially collab- when you enter philadelphia uh because the sixers fans are probably the most engaged twitter fans yeah. i'm not gonna say they're the most engaged fans but when it comes to social media they're obsessed yeah i, I, I agree with that but um yeah, it's gotta be him. It's either him or his son, uh, and I mean his dad, like or or his dad, his dad oh, or sorry, his son. son. Well, yeah, so, somebody that has a big vested interest in making this dude look good I don't and know. Uh, making sure people don't notice his big old collared shirts. <laughs> Wait, okay. I'll just say before we get to the collared shirts, a couple of the accounts were live tweeting the son's college basketball game, so it couldn't be the son for all of them. Because then he'd be oh. playing and playing and tweeting at the same time, which wouldn't make sense. But the- if it's a family operation, it would definitely take the ease off of having to operate all five accounts. Yeah, that's true. The uh, but the uh, the college shirts one was the the one tweet defending it. <laughs> Are you serious? You're, you're taking to burner accounts to defend the sh- the collars of your shirts. Like if you're gonna spend that much time doing it, just go to a diff- get a different style of collar. Like, yeah, this is a highly insecure man we're dealing with. Just like a whole a level of insecurity that I didn't know existed amongst people at Rich. Like, or maybe that was the driving force to be him. Well, I can't say it's the driving force. His dad was a driving force him becoming so rich, but this is the second driving force for him to uh, remain wealthy. Maybe is he's just like too insecure to fail. Yeah, I mean. It was like, what was the tweet? It was like, uh, oh no, that's a normal, co- that's a normal collar. Find a new slant. Like, yeah. <laughs> are you serious, guy? And it's then, really insecure person. And it's just finding the time, and I don't know. I, I was just, this is the most mind-boggling story to come out two days before championship that completely overshadows the championship. The. Um, and also, the, there was another one where someone was like, someone like randomly commented something, and one Twitter account like went against it, and the like the 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 real person said, "Brian, is that you?" Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> and the burner account replied, "No, but I've heard a lot of nice things about him. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's too classy to engage, but thanks for the compliment or something like that." I was. Wow, I was like, when you find that, wouldn't when someone said, "Oh, hey, Brian, how like is this you?" Wouldn't you just be like, "All right, I, I've had my fun. I, just, I can just close these out now." <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting too close to the sun right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's about time to quit. When people are just suspecting, when randos are just suspecting that there can't possibly be somebody that loves Colangelo this much, unless it's Colangelo. Can do you think that's like real? Can the just all the love for Hinky really drive somebody insane? If you say you take you're taking over for a guy 
in your company who was fired, but he he was fired for like sticking up for the company or doing something great for the company. Um, but he had to go. And the whole time while you're taking his position, everybody's just like, yeah, I wish you were Hinky. Or yeah, I wish, I wish Hinky was back. We're just like constantly saying how much they wish you were him. Would that, would that drive you to a burner account? But it's not like it was like people inside the company or whatever. It was like, like bloggers and writers and like fans and stuff. But again, like Brian said, he maybe he's so damn insecure that you know he just needs to do what he did to make himself, you know, make himself feel better or just you know pull, bring down Hanky or whatever, you know, or you know, just that. That's what it seems like. I mean, I I don't think I could ever, I would never fall stoop to that level. But I mean, <laughs> that uh, you know, everyone's different. Everyone takes shit differently, and. He sort of lost it. It looks, looks like. <laughs> just sort of. <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty funny. Imagine if the right. Sixers were still in the playoffs when this happened. Oh man, that would have been, been amazing. That would have been fucking hilarious. Um, do you want to move on to the more depressing? I guess we could call it scandal. I don't know well, if it is a scandal. I was going to say, like, Joel Embiid was, like, he was the topic of a bunch of the tweets. He was getting jokes off. CJ McCollum was tweeting to Joel Embiid about trying to get out of Philly. And, like, there's just, like, that's the thing. Like, so many NBA players were just going along with it, which is just, that's why the league, it's, like, every, like, all other TV and everything, all other sports are, are dropping, but NBA is rising and, like I'm not saying this is the only reason why, but it's definitely part part of the equation. It it capitalizes on social media better than any sport, hundred percent for sure. Although I mean, I it's kind of yeah. There's just so much entertainment out there that I really don't know what's doing well and what's not based on just is it because of outsides situations is because something one of the leagues are doing or is it just because there's so many more places for you to put your eyeballs um but uh yeah i i think the nba is doing pretty well it seems there's they put out some numbers i don't know if it's so much ratings but just like uh interest it's growing in just like survey interest yeah. Like, what What do you view as the top sports in the league? Obviously, it's still football, but it's moved past baseball in a lot of surveys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Although my bold prediction is baseball is going to start rising because I think it's perfect. Everybody – all right. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but everybody is talking about how baseball needs to move up the pace and quicken and – yeah. Get faster. And I think it's, um, the pace is perfect for new viewers where everybody's multitasking and you're never just watching the TV. You're always on your phone reading an article while watching the TV or cooking or watching two things at once, watching baseball on your iPhone while watching a show. And honestly, it's the best sport to do that with. I can't like watch a basketball game and cook because you're going to miss 10 scoring possessions. Baseball, you could fucking just have on yeah. and do whatever you want. No, you're absolutely right. Like I, that's usually like, what I'm it's, doing. It's the perfect background sport. It, it, like, yeah, it's is, a multitask it's, sport. Yeah. The ultimate multitask sport. It's great. Like I, when I'm cooking at night and I could actually like just like peek in and watch like, I don't know, an at bat and then like go back to do what I'm doing and then like, you know, it, it's just really good. What? Yeah, I'm starting it's starting to grow. I mean, I always loved baseball, but it's starting to uh kind of rival the other two sports for me. I've been watching a lot of baseball the last couple of years. Also, uh you can watch it on TV with just like the sound you have to be watching it all the time and still get 99% of what's going on. Like if if uh in basketball, say like like the one play where LeBron had like a like a huge stuff just like you turned and had a block at the other end, like they can just like, oh, LeBron, you know, stuffs at home. Oh, he's now he's running back and he blocks the shot. Like you can't get the full effect of the play. But if, if 
you know, someone says, oh, he's got a line drive to left center field. He's going around first, slides into second. Like, you can get most of what the play is. Eh, I still, I, that's what I I still think. That's what I feel like. I still think audio helps. I mean, there's still things, you know, that you need to know. Like, even as you said, like, you know, you can't watch everything because you're not at the game, so you have to rely on the cameras. So you don't know if, like, someone, the ball, you know, it's going to be a close play or what, whatnot. Like, I think audio is big in, no matter what sport you're watching. But I do agree with Brian that it's a good, like, you could do other things and watch the game as well. So. Anything on that, Brian? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I guess we could move our topic, our talk to uh, the NFL since we are a primarily NFL podcast. Oh, you don't want to talk about Yankees smacking the Astros' ass? I mean, it's always nice to see the Yankees smack some ass. But, yeah. uh, all, right, all right, now we can go on the NFL. Always got to say something good about the Yankees. But yeah, let's go to the NFL. NFL, baby. Alright, I mean, it's, it's real, the real dead time of, of NFL. There's like three bits of news. One, Brandon Marshall's on the Seahawks. So that's going to last about five weeks before Russell Wilson just tries to. So this will continue Brandon Marshall's never making it to the playoffs, right? Probably. So, alright. Uh, well, um, yeah, I guess. I, mean, I think this is his best, his best chance, maybe. Uh, I mean, I best mean, chance was with the Jets three years ago, probably. And then <laughs> sure. They, and then they blew it. Um, let's see. Hunter Henry's out for the year. There's a couple other injuries that are out for the year from guys just like jogging up and down the field. Yeah. So Hunter Henry's out, but that means they were trying to, uh, they were talking about, you Antonio know, Gates. bringing Gates back. Uh, Philip Rivers apparently really wants that because, you know, it's his boy. They've been playing together They've forever. They've been together for like ever. Um, his injury pretty much means everybody lost their um, ninth round tight end that they were going to try to be so sneaky about, oh, this is going to be the top yeah. three tight end this yeah. year. <laughs> no, no more. It's like everybody's fantasy draft of, I could wait on tight ends because Hunter Henry's going <laughs> to blow up. <laughs> nope. Only going to blow up his knee. Um, Quick tight end. uh Quick tight end ranking, because I want to say, uh, is Evan Ingram a top five? Yeah. Yeah, probably. He might be. Yeah. Wait. Oh. The only thing is, I mean, are the Giants going to be, like, are the Giants going to throw that much now? Like, how many touches? No, this Cause the... Think of how many touches he got at the end of the Giants season when they didn't have anyone else to throw to. With Beckham hurt, Shepard hurt. No running, no running back really to speak of. Now, uh, now with Beckham healthy, Shepard healthy, and Saquon, how many leftover touches is that? Does that leave for uh, Ingram? I gotta think about it the other way, where the Giants were um, top two worst offenses in the league, um, lowest on possession total every game. Um, I gotta think that just having a couple more first downs every drive or every game uh, would lead to just more chances for him. They just never had the ball on offense. They couldn't string together first downs. They were a pitiful offense last year. So i got to think, um, at least on a PPR standpoint or yardage standpoint, it's going to be a little better. Yeah, it should open more opportunities having a better offense and having you know Odell Beckham and Shepard and you know Barkley just to you know spread you know give more room in the field. I mean he'll have he'll definitely have more opportunities. Like Brian said, just more plays on offense to have those opportunities. So yeah, no, I, I like him as a top five. He's also their third receiver, pretty much, because I mean Latimer, Cody Latimer from the Broncos. Who I, I mean he was one of those guys last year that would get a touchdown every other game, but he only had like five catches. Um, yeah. It was a weird season for Latimer last year. You would see him in fantasy standings, and uh, every now and then he would be like a a daily fantasy darling where he would catch a touch, a long touchdown, and then you didn't hear from him for three weeks. Disappear for a month. <laughs> so he's not a very good number three but option. I so have, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, look, I'd have to actually like look at the actual tight end like list and standings to see if I really think he's top five. But he's close. He's around that area, definitely. Right. Yeah. Right. All yeah. right. We could get off tight ends. I mean, that's yeah. a it's, it was a weird segue, but yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah. What were, we, what were we talking about? Oh, we're talking about Hunter Henry and Gates. Oh, yeah. And okay. Um, all right. So, I mean, besides like that, 
Uh, I mean, last thing is like you know, Des Bryant still doesn't have a job, but that's bad. No, yeah. Des Bryant job. Um, let's see. Uh, Allen Robinson finally practiced for after missing eight, 2018 for the first time. Um, what the hell is that? Uh, Meredith Cameron Meredith is apparently looking really good in Saints camp, coming back from the injury. So maybe well, they of course yes might have stole him. <laughs> might have stole him from the from the Bears. We're afraid, and um, Cousins apparently is looking fantastic. Everyone looks. Everyone looks is looking fantastic at OTAs. Everybody, <laughs> you, you can just you can just round up. All, yeah, the pads all, are off. All Let's these, just fling it. Yeah, all but, the offseason articles. Uh, this um, this uh, second year guy is really looking like he's about to take a step from his rookie year production. <laughs> well, uh, what? A, all right, all uh, this rookie. There's been um. There's been so many articles about. How good uh, Barkley looks at OTAs, yeah. and they're like, and we have the video to prove it. Uh, this is like a lot, like an NJ.com article every day. And it's pretty much just like no pads Manning throwing a 10 yard bubble, not screen, like a 10 yard out to Barkley who catches the ball with no pads on. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this video? This Why proves, are we watching? This proves nothing. <laughs> this passing drill. That I can catch. I mean, I don't understand this. It proves nothing. But I will say, Cousins is. I mean, all right. How about this? Top what three quarterbacks? Kirk Cousins. That that might be a little bit much. Oh, bold prediction. I'll go top five, but I don't hate it. Top three, man. I'm saying what he 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 looked sick with the the offense he had last year, and now look what he has. <sighs> if Rodgers can stay healthy, I think he bumps him out. Spot, yeah, uh, that's, that's definitely possible. I, I could obviously say Rogers, but man, Jeff Brady, Rogers, Breeze. Do I? Do I love? Unless you think Breeze gets bumped out, he might get bumped out because Kamara's so damn good in the running game. When you know Ingram's obviously missing the first four games, most likely. Yeah, um, but all, the, all those. Which, like, by the way, that's another thing is Ingram's out for the four games. Oh uh, uh, yeah, good job, Saints. So, real yeah, classy organization you know, down there. Yeah, except your guy saying he's gonna bang. Uh, Cops, oh, oh I'm sorry. All those like charges got dropped. Yeah. yeah of course <laughs> they got dropped because he's, he's an athlete. Um, Would you rather – all right. So I guess my real quick off the top of my head rankings would be Rodgers, Brady, Wentz in the top three. Now I think I'd put Cousins around four or five. Oh, yeah. I mean, see – If Wentz starts week one, I – No Wilson in those? Like Wilson – just because of all the times he carries the ball, I don't I care. I can't trust no. it. I can't trust it with how terrible. That I know. Line I is. know. But honestly, we said that we said that the past couple of years. He's been a top three quarterback. Who's his tight end now? Because still, still Luke Wilson. Because it's not Jimmy Graham. And yeah. well, I mean, I, I, we touted him as a top three quarterback last year, though. Um, we were really, we were pretty high on Wilson. We just, um, I just think another year of this beating. It's yeah. terrible. It's like. He's gonna get into the Andrew. He's, he's gonna, gonna get, get into the luck zone. Yeah. But now, where? Sorry, go ahead. No, go on. I was gonna say, but now Cousins has Diggs and Thielen and Rudolph and a uh, healthy Dal- Dalvin Cook. Like, who? That that's not even like comparable to what he had in the Redskins, and he was still throwing for four thousand plus yards and twenty plus twenty plus touchdowns. Like, he is yeah. gonna go off in a, in a you know in a in a climate controlled stadium for eight games plus a year now. Like. He is gonna go off, and a good line too, and and a better. Wow, it's crazy to say that. Like only two years ago, we saying how bad the fucking line was, and now they're 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 like, well, you know, they remade it in one off season. It's amazing. It's so, like, it's it, yeah, it's it's great what a first round draft pick and a high free agent signing could do for a line. All you really, it's a five person line. If you get two studs in there, you're remaking the line. So what I'm really <laughs> hoping is happening with the Giants. Are you paying attention, Seattle? Hmm? Are you paying attention? What about like Camp what about Cam Newton? No, no, no. he's no. not a good enough thrower. No. Yeah, exactly. I mean he's, fi- yeah, he's I finally mean, he got some decent I mean DJ Moore looks like he could finally be like a decent receiving option for so him. So would you rather have Cousins or Newton? Uh, cousins just because of the overall betterness of the oh, offense. Yeah. Yep. Newton was secretly a bad quarterback last year. He he, like, he masks passing it. the ball. Oh yeah, he but he masks it with you know the, the rushing touchdowns and this the yard. I mean you know you get forty yards per game and a you know if you rush for forty yards, four points. That's you know that's equivalent to a, a, a standard touchdown 
you know, pass to a, you know, from a quarterback. Yeah. That's... And he often gets rushing touchdowns. So... Look, I still think Newton's a good quarterback, but I wasn't impressed with last year. He would have some, <laughs> he finished high on the list, but it was, it was a very seesaw thing where you could get burned by him and then you could have a really good game. Yeah. All Russell right. Wilson did have a run of like eight games where he won. He, he was ridiculous. Carried your team. He got like thirty, like thirty, thirty-five points. But how Look, long can he so do it before the, the 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 lack uh, of running game and the fucking shitty offensive line and the and the, I'm just the, afraid of him getting injured. Yeah, I mean that's always a possibility too, because you know just the beatings he takes every fucking week. <laughs> Look, if you if you put him on. The Vikings instead of Cousins. I think Russell Wilson's the third best quarterback in the league behind Brady and Rodgers. I th- I think skill wise he's the third best. I th- I think it's a miracle what he's been able to do behind the worst line in the league year after year with no running game since Lynch and Doug Baldwin as your number one, who's a pedestrian wide receiver. Just put just put him on a team like that just has an offense like to surround him and yeah he'd probably be the number one quarterback like fantasy wise all right what about yeah, he's a very good passer yeah i mean what about big where's your rank big ben get him out does of he here. get some does he get some <laughs> renewed fire after no. wanting to retire the past three years but now getting oh uh, you'll get that one game where he throws 500 yards and five touchdowns and then you get four straight games where he throws for under 150 right, what yards about, i'd honestly here. think about um deshaun watson bumping him in the top mm. 15 for somebody like bortles Oh, Bortles. I'm oh. starting to be in on Bortles. First off, Deshaun Watson, it, I feel like has a better chance of being top five at that were, you know, the guys that finish outside the top, you know, 15 than Bortles or whatever. I mean, oh, yeah. Well, I think Deshaun Watson is a top 10 guy. I yeah. think he's not, a, I don't think Roethlisberger or Bortles are in Watson's conversation okay not even not even close also Bortles lost like a bunch of his receivers Hearns and Robinson so yeah but what you really want is rushing Bortles that was yeah. when he was uh yeah at his peak when he had like 70 yards and a fucking touchdown well when he decided oh, like man. hey I could be a rushing quarterback oh, and he did so it funny. for a couple games but uh yeah no I look I don't I don't know I again I'd rather have Bortles over Big Ben probably as well. I'd, I'd probably lean that way, but Watson far and away. Yeah. It's crazy to say that. I know. I think, really I think so. Like, I have to think about that. I don't know. He had an, a really good playoffs. Does it? Does the momentum carry? Like he had a very, besides the first game. I know he had a terrible first game yeah. against the Bills. You, you can just that's jitters. But against against uh, Pittsburgh and New England, he went off. And he's got some young receivers. You know, like, you know, I, well, I yeah, like uh, D.D. Westbrook, uh, what's the other guy's name? Cole. Keenan Cole. Keenan Cole. Cole, yeah, yeah. Keenan Cole, he was, he was good on, you know, near the end. So, you know, maybe. They were, they were like solid, like, in three receiver, three running back leagues. Like, they were good, like, decent, like, flex players. Oh, Cole, man. Yeah. Cole hooked me up, like, multiple weeks. Like, it was Yeah, great. I had Cole on my fantasy championship team. Oh. And I started him in the championship game. I did too. In one and he league. had like 80 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, he's 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 just he was looking good. So yeah, I I, I would absolutely Bortles over Ben if I if it came down to yeah. it. Yeah, I'm just hoping it doesn't come down to that me getting Bortles or Ben as my quarterback. Yeah. Though. Nah. The guy that I really <laughs> hope gets over the hump, Sam makes the playoffs, and just has one golden year before Sam going off is Philip Rivers. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, just, be, it would I be just nice. want something good to happen to Philip Rivers and his thirteen kids. It would be. <laughs> I mean, all right. Think about the AFC West. What about it? We got the Broncos with Keenum. They have, like they have a, all right. Finally, they have another decent quarterback. Finally, but who knows if that was a one year? We'll find Keenum out and Garrett, not Garrett. Sorry, not Miles Garrett. Chubb, Keenum yeah. and Chubb. Yeah. So yeah, that that defensive line probably gets shit done of sacks. The Chiefs with Mahomes as the first year quarterback. I mean, he. He only, what, he only played one game. He looked, I mean, he looked decent during You it, never but, know. But you never know. And then the Raiders under John Gruden's, uh, fucking Hooters, Hooter wing eating ass, uh, going back to like 1995 and just picking up shit. Wait. Is he what? eating ass, you're saying, and Hooters wings? Or his no, 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 no. ass just, is eating a Hooters wing? No, wings. his, like, 
he his ass is more Hooters wings than ass at this point. He's eating <laughs> so many wings. Gotcha. I thought he was like eating Hooters wings, eating ass. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe he's gone there so many times that might be like a like a perk now. Yeah, he probably wouldn't shut the fuck up if he was just eating ass. Just imagine like him. He just wouldn't shut. He wouldn't stop just talking. Tell, just it. Oh God. John, John Gruden's eating ass uh, camp. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> ass eater of the week. God damn it. <laughs> I can't stand John Gruden. I think they come in last. Place. Yeah, I, I could really see oh, the Raiders. I could, wow, really? I could, yeah. So I can see the Raiders coming in first or last very easily either way. I go last. It's so funny. I'm going to go Chiefs purely off Andy Reid. <laughs> wow. I, I think he just has a way of the regular season. I mean, he'll lose in the first round, obviously. But there's something about him in the regular season that go. I think Chiefs and Broncos battle out. And maybe Chargers make a wild card. No, but not, Chargers I'm, miss it. Chargers are going to win the division. I can no. I I hope so. I can see the Chiefs made they they did well in the offseason. The Chiefs they they offloaded contracts that they weren't going to be able to pay and replaced them with young guys like the the second uh, the cornerback from um, Washington. Like they they did they did and to uh, to leave right they got him. They did well with. They get to what? What? Who got? Who got? Talib, the Rams. Chargers. The Rams. The Rams. Oh, the Rams. I mean, not the Rams. The, Rams, the, Rams, the other LA team. Sorry. I don't know why I said to. But they did well in the off season. Well, they got rid of Marcus Peters. But yeah, they but them, they, they kind of didn't them. like him. They like uh, sneakily didn't like. I know, Peters. but he's still fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, but they get Eric Berry back. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Who's uh, much better than Peters? They have a young. They have a young. Young, 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 young quarterback. Oh, uh, you know, Kareem Hunt, obviously. Yeah, they, they yeah. got, they got it. It they, relies on the quarterback, but if anybody could make a rookie quarterback look good, it's Andy Reid. Also, yeah, with his ginormous arm and, you know, Tyreek Hill running down the sidelines and just all like Kelsey running up the middle. Like, I'm still taking the Chargers, though. Didn't they get Sammy Watkins, too? They did get Sammy they, Watkins. Oh, the enigma that is Sammy Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do God. they have, so they're just all burner like Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins yeah. are what gonna do just like DB bomb pretty much <laughs> or uh, the bomb the bomb, yeah. uh, the bomb one of them streaks straight one of them doesn't in like a like a, a 50 like yard a post, in, yeah. and then Kelsey's gonna run like a 20 yard flag end. route sorry oh sorry. man but uh yeah, no, look, it could be very good for the Chiefs this year, but I'm, I just got to check with the Chargers. I think that defense is, is, is going to look good, you know, the obviously. Chargers, the thing is, though, they did, they always do this thing where they start off slow and then they make like the late season comeback and then fall just yeah, short. They lose like four games by like a total of seven points. And then, then, <laughs> and then, and then they win like six straight to try and like make it like a season and then they just fall short. Yeah. As long, yeah, as long as they don't have a shitty kicker that misses every late game kick. They need no more young hoes. Nope. Need... Never trust a young hoe. I like him. Look, Keenan Allen can stay healthy again. Knock on some sort of wood. Uh, oh something. my god! Um, you know that one of the best top, you know, top receivers in the game. So, yeah, I mean, he had a slow start to the season, but once he started picking it up, he was like, "I'll get you 200 yards here and there." I think either 200 yards or 15 catches. He was, he was, he was pretty solid all the way fucking through. I mean, I think, nah, first eight nah, weeks. Well, like, games he was slow. Yeah, he was like a top 40 receiver first eight weeks, and then he, and then he became. A top like ten. Oh, man. I love I love yeah, him so top much. like two. He stay, was stay healthy, Keenan Allen. He's our boy. But maybe yeah. he was just like um saving himself. Just like finally <laughs> found out how to play a full season. That's fine. That is fine with me. Like I said, all his injuries are fucking fluke bullshits. So oh, man, he almost had fourteen hundred yards. My man. That's yeah. nice. Like a bajillion. hundred two receptions Woo. just didn't have a lot of touchdowns. Did we wait, did we have him in our fantasy league or no? Uh, the one we won? Yeah. Mm, I don't think so. I had him in Anthony's league, but. We strolled. We I, strolled. I had him in the league after match third. Yeah. But I played first round of the playoffs and, uh, no, second round of the playoffs and got the highest score in the league. I mean, place, face the guy who got the highest score of the year. So I can't do anything about that. Who won our championship again? <laughs> Was it Jason? I don't remember. Yeah, who Jason, yeah, Jay yeah, won Jason again? got it. Yeah. Okay, I can't. Honestly. I don't know, but my my playoff game was just me doing what I did most of the season, which was average, like a healthy amount of points, and then the guy I faced just went insane. Brutalized. Just went nuclear. 
I was like, all right, uh, time for me to leave. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't even. Uh, my, my brain is like, I I gotta go back and look at like fantasy bullshit because like, man, I'm like losing my mind. I can't remember what even happened. Like fucking nope. Last I can't have one like last week, so that's pretty bad. Um, all right, is there any more football news we have? Uh, this week, I guess. I mean, do we want? I mean, unless you wanna, you wanna, you want me to go over Keenan Allen real quick, just because I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's a fun thing. I never want to not hear about Keenan Allen. All right, so I mean, it's not like he was bad, but like five thirty-five, nine for a hundred, nice game. Mm. Five for sixty-one, five for one thirty-eight, nice game. Mm. Four for sixty-seven, five for forty-five, three for forty-one, four for sixty-one, four for forty-eight. So that's the first what one two three four five six seven eight nine games. Okay, and this is where he just starts going nuts. Twelve for one sixty, eleven for one seventy two, <laughs> ten for one oh five, six for one eleven, nine for one thirty three. Like shit. he just, yeah, he just started. Um, Philip Rivers deciding he was Phillip going Rivers to go out? crazy. <laughs> wow, that was a ridiculous stretch, man. Yeah. So he's that he'll definitely be a top. Two round pick, right? It's like, like, he's gotta be, right? People are smart. Yeah, I got him, I think, the, like, second, I think I picked late, and I got him, like, the second pick in the third round, or something. I remember I picked him, and you and John both did an audible get groan. Of course. (laughs) Of course. Anyone picks who, anyone who picks Keenan Allen before me, I get upset. (laughs) Wait, Brian, can you do me a, a quick favor? Can you look up Julio Jones stats? Game by they game. were terrible besides two games. Because I've, I've he, he the past couple of seasons, I feel like he's just skated by for most of the season, and then he'll have a couple massive games, like yeah. two hundred fifty yard games that brings his all his stats up. Oh yeah. All right. So would you feel comfortable going um, Keenan Allen over Julio Jones? Yeah. I mean, at the pro, at the maybe. at the place where you're gonna get them, maybe yeah. Because you're going to have to get Julio Jones in Top the, the first second, round. Very, Look, the okay. middle of the first Julio round. Julio Jones had f- 50 more yards, but 15 less catches. And he only had three touchdowns. Which also, that, that hurts Julio's stats. The fact that Matt Ryan decides to say, oh, I'm not going to throw it to you in the red zone. Well, they, or... also, they also have Steve Sarkeesian uh, as their offensive coordinator who, you know, Rehabbed himself one year at Alabama, then automatically got a job. Well, he didn't do a good job of looking, getting uh, well, no, Julio I mean, the ball. Like, you know, team, was, so. that was all that was all uh, Shanahan or whatever. That, yeah, I, I mean, Julio didn't there. have many bad games. He was oh, he was. So if you take away, he had three game, four games over a hundred yards. Um. Okay. And the one game was a 253 yard game. That's not great though. Only four games, 100 yard plus. I mean, obviously. Yeah, but he, he had two, he had three in the nineties. Um, a couple and a few in the seventies, one in the eighties. He didn't have any dud. He had one dud. He had dud, two reception for 24 yard dud against Minnesota. But I guess, you know, depending, I guess. I mean, that's Minnesota. Like you can, like, I, like, that's understandable. And Buffalo, he has three for thirty. Where, so he had two big duds. Where he's getting was getting drafted to where Keenan Allen was getting drafted. Well, obviously Keenan Allen was by far the value, but uh, yeah. like you know, when it comes down to it, would you like rather pass on Julio, maybe take someone else that you sort of trust, maybe a little more, like a, like a specific running back or like another wide receiver, and then wait for Keenan Allen or like. Let's just say I don't think Julio's a top eight pick. Like he was a consensus top eight last. Like he was a, probably a top six consensus last year. Oh yeah. I'm not sure if he's that. Um, if Julio gets pat ten or below, I'm taking him. Um, that's fair. Like, yeah, I mean, that, probably. Only, that's, yeah, that's, that's only a difference of a couple spots, but it's, depending on who's taking, like, if I'm uh, definitely the, taking Beckham over him now. Like, oh, I don't yeah, even think yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. Beckham, Beckham Brown, Beckham and Brown, and I mean, if Hopkins with a fully healthy Watson, holy shit, man. is now ahead of Julio Jones now too, right? Uh, Hopkins, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I would. Hopkins is probably number three with Watson as you know the yeah. quarterback. Yeah. But, yeah. Even without Watson, 
Hopkins was. I don't know what happened to Hopkins, Hopkins last. If his Osweiler is really just that bad. Oh yeah, no, it has it, to be. No, it has to be. It has to be. It has <laughs> to be him and Savage would look just so fucking shitty that you know they just they just zapped all of Hopkins. They powers. were just. They're, they're a toilet. That's right. They're just a toilet. <laughs> yeah, I mean Julio could be five after Keenan Allen, uh, number four. Look, uh, I mean, uh, also you not don't crazy for, to say. Don't forget your boy Adam Thielen. Oh, I so, love Adam Thielen, but I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't knows? do that with Kirk Cousins. Not, or? not after like just a career. I know of I know. Julio Jones versus a year of Thielen. I know, but you know, look. I mean, there's Diggs too, but I mean, yeah, Thielen definitely pushed himself in the top the, ten. The closer Diggs is very. It was more hit and miss. Thielen was the. The consistent guy. Oh, yeah. Like, the guy you want just going week well, after week to get you 15 points no matter what. Let's Well, let's say this. Thielen pushed himself into the Jordy Nelson white guy top 10 fantasy wide receiver slot. Yep. yep. He now owns that slot. The, the, I mean, I'd put him in the top seven, I'd say. Well, look, the closer we get to this, you know, obviously, fantasy, fantasy uh, football, we will uh, – Dive deeper. Would you, into would you draft him over Michael Thomas? Thielen? Yeah. Because that's the guy I see him wrestling with for number five. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to pass on Michael Thomas. Right? You would think that makes sense. That's like kind of after. I mean, they're pretty comparable. They, I mean. After Brown, Beckham, ooh, Hopkins, man. Julio. I'd kind of. That would be my, you know, look. What? and Keenan Allen. Sorry, number six. Not not saying it's this definitely the right move, but I probably would take Thomas just because of you know bias. Uh, yeah, bias, and I watch a lot more of him, and I just yeah. you know I, I love it. He's just he's so fucking good. Touchdown numbers too. Those hands, man. Those hands are so nice. What are touchdown numbers for Thomas versus Thielen? Pass what? Year or yeah, this past season, they were probably comparable. They had to be comparable. I mean, also, I mean, you're taking Thielen first if it's alphabetical order too. So Thielen doesn't get a lot of touchdowns. I know that from having him. He just gets a lot of yards. Thielen had four. Thomas had five. Okay, so neither of them had a good touchdown season. I know. I know they both had a shit ton of receptions. Uh, Michael Thomas, I think, set the record for most uh, Saints. Record for most receptions in the first two seasons. I don't know. Something like some, or, I don't know. Some crazy fucking record he, he broke. But then there's also, if you think Luck is going to be healthy the whole year, T.Y. Hilton is a different player under Luck. He is, but I still he, wouldn't. He is. And and we forgot about Evans, too. And like, oh, and so many, look, this is what happens in the offseason. <laughs> you just don't have your list. You don't think of all the players. Yeah. So, too many players to think about. But. But we're starting to round out a top ten just by kind of discussing. Can't forget yeah. Robbie. Who just get the fuck out yeah. of here? No. Um, <laughs> what about you? Know a pair of receivers I would really like to have as my number twos. Either have a num, either or. What? My man Bob Woods. Bob Woods. I have to yeah. take him oh, as a low end two if I have two good running backs. And Marquise Goodwin with oh, he was with unbelievable Garops. with Garoppolo. The Garops, yeah. yeah. In those five games. Well, they, it was like a, a have, lot, 90 yards a game. I mean, if P.R. Garçon is oh, actually like yeah. recovered from his neck injury. I think he would. I mean, like those suck. Like that, that's really tough. Like, yeah. But he was, even with the shitty quarterbacks before, before Jimmy G, he was still putting up decent. He was number three numbers. Number two, number three numbers. Yeah, no, I, you know, for someone, you know, like I said, with shitty quarterback play. Yeah. Um, but speaking of quarterback, going back to Garoppolo, I mean, where would you, would you put him in front of Bortles? Would you put him in front of Ben? Would you put him like? Nah, he's he's just on the edge of uh, like pure number one. I feel like because even still, like his his numbers were were decent. They weren't like out like they weren't Watson ridiculous. Would you take? Well, he wasn't getting touchdowns, but he was getting over three hundred yards yeah. every game. So would you take? Would you take Big Ben over Garoppolo? Because I know I wouldn't. I'd actually rather have Garoppolo just for the upside. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'd rather there's, have Garoppolo. There's so much more upside there. Yeah, probably. I guess. You know, Garoppolo and, makes my top ten. Don't forget. I, don't forget. He now has Jarek McKinnon, who's a pretty good 
uh, pass catching running back. Yeah, and I mean Shanahan's great offensive coordinator. Also, you can't forget that Ben is no longer tethered to Todd Haley, who they hated each other, and was also not that great of an offensive coordinator. But that I like Garoppolo no. a lot. I yeah. mean, he makes my top ten quarterbacks this year. Ooh, I think we'll see how that goes. I don't know. We'll see how it all goes. You, going tough. back to receiver for a second, the one receiver I will not pick in the first round this year or second. Hmm. Or third, Uh-oh. he's my new Sammy Watkins. Uh-oh. Just get him out of here. I, you know my, you know my thoughts on Watkins, where I just refuse to draft him anymore. <laughs> it doesn't matter how far it falls. Sammy Watkins being the last round, I wouldn't draft him because it's not worth the headache. My new guy's Amari Cooper. Oh, I was actually, wow. I was actually thinking that. What do you think of with Cooper and uh, Nelson together now? I would one hundred percent rather have Jordy Nelson. Um, but. I mean, do you think he'll be as effective with a pretty inaccurate Derek Carr, whereas he had a perfect ball thrown to him by Aaron I don't Rogers? want to touch either of them, to be honest. I mean, Jordy Nelson, late-round flyer, sure. Well, that's the thing is Jordy Nelson is going to fall to a level where I think he's going to be a value this year. Like, yeah. people are just going to sleep on him. They're going to be like, oh, you know, he got coming back from the injury, blah, blah, he's hurt. Blah, blah, you know, he doesn't have the, you know, as good of a quarterback that he had. I still think he's going to be uh, undervalued, whereas Amari Cooper, I think, sort of brought it on a little bit, like, you know, with those big games occasionally that people are still going to draft him way too high, and I'll never have him on a team. You want to hear a good stat? What? Cooper had 680 yards. He didn't miss a game. I mean, I think he left one. I think he left one. Um, 680 yards. Yeah. Half of them came in two games. That means... 14 games, 340 yards. That's garbage. That is garbage. Uh, he has the worst hands in the league, right? <laughs> I don't know how this happened. He has the worst like, hands. No, in but the like, before, he was supposed like, to be so good. But before it wasn't like that. First couple of years, I feel like he was, he caught everything. It looked like he was making strides. Yeah. And then, like, you know, junior year, he was like done. Yeah. Like, he was just crapped out. Like Yardage totals per game. I, so he had one 210-yard game and one 115-yard game. That's cr- besides, and- besides that, 62, 33, 6, 9, 8, 28, 48, 58, 28, 9, 0, 66. So he had, so he had multiple – so he had, he had four games, I think I heard you say, where he had less than 10 yards? One, two, five. Five games with less than 10 yards. Yes. For a wide receiver who may have been your number one drafted wide receiver last year. Yes. The, the worst game possibly was against Denver. The f- fourth game of the week, he had eight targets and nine yards. If you had Amari Cooper. That's you, almost – that's impressive so how bad um, that is. Amari Cooper's 200-plus yard game was like in the third or the fourth game of the season, right? It was like oh, really yeah, early. Mid-season. Oh, seventh oh, wait, game? Really? I thought everyone was like – I thought it was earlier. No, because I finally sat him. Because I sat him oh. during that game, I was like, I got because he had a string of six, nine, and eight yards. Because I remember, so I had to sit him, and <laughs> he, he went off. I remember the, uh, there was a guy in one of my leagues who tried to fucking sell me Amari Cooper after that mass two hundred fifty yard game, and I'm like, you're trying to sell me on a guy who basically had like his career game by. Buy high. That's what I was like, saying. Like, fantasy yeah, football. Exactly. Like, buy high. I, I forgot. He wanted me to give him like a number one running back. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, you're insane. Like, how stupid do you think? Like, what do you take me for? Like, come on. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But, yeah. So, Amari Cooper, definitely not dra- Uh People are going to, uh, people are going to be stupid. I, he's going to go too high. He's going to go with, like third or fourth round. Like, 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 uh. Uh, I didn't want. Why did right. you bring up Mari Cooper? All right, uh, going off that thing because <laughs> he was because we were talking so nice about so many guys, and I just wanted to let you know that there are guys out there that Sammy Watkins themselves uh, that rather, are just supposed to be to these be honest, amazing though, receivers. And I think I'd rather have Sammy Watkins. I would say is Sammy Watkins. <laughs> you're Sammy still a Sammy Watkins this year with what the Chiefs might be able to do offensively. No, he's still not a good wide receiver. He he'll, he'll be hit or miss. Like he'll have another like you know one fifty and then thirty. I mean, yeah, I mean, he had, was he, he was healthy all year. I mean, last year, and I don't he had think, thirty-nine I think had, receptions. Goff didn't have the arm strength to reach him downfield a lot of times. I feel, don't, I feel like don't, don't don't try and be like Watkins is too fast. No, for no, the, I'm, for not the saying, ball. I'm not like, saying that. Like, I'm just saying Goff is not an arm strength. I'm gonna guy. Goff at that that comment because 
right. Sammy Watkins pun, is. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Sammy Watkins is still bad, but I actually rather have him than Cooper right now. All right. In that, the only problem with him is he's not going to get you over five receptions ever in a game. Yeah, I mean, fair. one he had one game of over five last year. That's true. This is a reception total. Not I'm loving you. this right now. <laughs> five, two, six, one, zero, one, three, one, two, three, four, three, three, two, three. That sounds like a Mario Cooper's yardage total. I'll say. I'll say. Sounds like a like a phone number. <laughs> and he had one game over a hundred yards. That was versus the Giants, wasn't it? San Francisco. Ah, oh, I thought it was that game versus John. That was Bob Woods. Though, was, was and no game in the nineties. So Bob it wasn't Woods, like so he was yeah. getting close to a hundred other games. All right. So look. All right. So so the the moral of this conversation is that Sammy Watkins and Amari Cooper both terrible wide receivers. <laughs> all right. Uh, in the same vein of Amari Cooper, though, what do we think of uh, just? I mean, I just throw out one more guy. A Michael Crabtree on the Ravens. Does that give Joe Flacco any hope at red zone success? Does it? <laughs> nope. Does it give Michael Crabtree any chance of red zone success? Nope. It might give Lamar Jackson some hope <laughs> at red zone success. I'm more excited for um oh what god that I can't remember his name now. I'm so I'm so like fading away right now. Uh what was the fucking running back? <laughs> Buck Alex Allen? Collins. No, Collins, there you go. Uh, Alex Collins. Yeah. Buck out of here. Alex I Collins. Up, he's yeah. the only one I care about and I think he's gonna do alright again this year, now that he should have more Space as a running back, hopefully. Uh, no, Crabtree, get out of here. Flacco, get out of here. Like, I, I, ugh. what are they gonna do? What are they doing over there? No I mean, they're gonna. I don't think they could leave Joe Flacco in this whole season. I just don't think it's possible. I don't think it happens. He didn't have one game of over three hundred yards last year. Yeah, he was shit. That's insane. You think like even Manning farted his way into that one good Eagles game. <laughs> Flacco didn't have one game with three hundred or more yards last year. They gotta understand, like you know, the coaching has also not been good either. Like the play calling, I mean, the you know, the surrounding cast. Also, like, it's it's all shit. Like do, in do the, Baltimore, do the Harbaugh's get the easiest pass of coaches in the country? Because Jim Harbaugh has not been good at Michigan. He hasn't beaten Ohio State once. He, he had the really good first year. Yeah, yeah, like it wasn't even that that good. They didn't beat Ohio State. They didn't make the playoffs. Well, it was good based on where they were. Okay, like yeah. he, they came storming in based on the team they were the year before. Yeah, and like I, I know, I get it. Jim, uh, John Harbaugh won a Super Bowl. Like that, like that's amazing. But the past few years, they, they've been shit. Yeah, I mean, Jim had a really good NFL career he he was making it to conference finals yeah. and super bowls and stuff every year he never the this 49ers were never bad except for that one last season yeah that's true yeah no i i got him a little bit of a pass look if if someone like jeff fisher can get a pass for like 17 years that is mediocre, true let, let the hardballs get a little bit you know um Alright, anything, uh, else you, uh, guys want to talk about? I mean, I would like to briefly discuss Infinity War with Brian if, uh, you want to do that. I know, I know John is not excited for that. Are you seriously do don't want, you don't want to hear spoilers? What? Dee cried. Dee doesn't She cried, really? Dee's seen maybe a quarter of them, and she decided to go to this one with me, and she cried. Was it, alright, was it when, uh, was the Tom Holland part? Oh, yeah. That was it? That was the worst. That one one. had to be. You know, all right. You want to know what I, I um what I heard the Russo brothers said? Uh, so you know when uh at the end, obviously, when everyone John's trying to not hear anything. Um, when they're all fading away. Um, yeah. When Groot reaches towards Rack, uh, Rocket, he says "Dad," like as he's fading away. Like how sad is that? Like he's he's screeching for his dad. Like that's so upsetting. Like just to think of that. Like I don't know. It yeah, was, I mean it's. Ooh. I thought it was so good up until then. The only problem is it doesn't mean anything because well, you know they're all coming back. Well, we – no, I, I – the pod, a podcast that I listen to, and I basically said this, yeah, I understand that, like, to us it doesn't mean anything. But those characters in the movies don't know, you know, that everyone else is going to be fine. So it means something to them. So if you guys sort of take it from their perspective, it does mean something. But yeah, but the way way movies are made nowadays, we know like things fifteen years in advance. But yeah, yeah, we know it means. Nothing. Well, it is a good thing that 
the next one's coming out in, in a, a year. year. And it's already that been and it's already been helps. filmed, so everything's already taken care of. So it's all filmed, all ready to go. They're just gonna basically put it out. Look, I like the movie on a whole. I don't even I don't dislike I I thought it was a little too um Walking Dead cliffhangery, where like it, it, they didn't need to do that, but the Probably whole not. movie was really good. That it's fine. The only scene I really didn't like was the um, Star Lord punching, like him just ruining the whole universe because well, he couldn't control his emotions for well, five minutes. Yeah, that was stupid. I mean, like obviously you think you would control it a little bit, but remember that Doctor Strange saw the four. 14 million scenarios and I think he would have stopped Peter Quill if he knew that wasn't the scenario that needed to happen you know so he let him go on that tirade and punch Thanos and then them not be able to take the glove off him because Doctor Strange saw that being the one scenario that worked out in their favor to win so that's the way I saw it there you go. Yeah. but yeah my favorite scene was um, uh, when Thor just came down with the Stormbreaker and just start fucking just him and Groot and oh yeah, Thor was the MVP fucking, of the movie. Ah, oh, fucking awesome. Oh, Thor's I, the MVP. Um, Doctor Strange was up there. Doctor Strange has come on strong. Oh yeah, big for any big time. scene with Vision and Scarlet Witch. I was uninterested. I didn't mind them. I didn't mind them too much. I uh, I like their their chemistry is pretty decent, but uh. She was way too powerful based on the time her character has gotten in the whole series. Like, she was probably the most powerful of them all, which is kind of strange based on her lack of time yeah, in I mean, other movies. But in the comics, I mean, she is fucking pow- more powerful than all of them, basically. But, I mean, I understand what you, where you're coming from. Isn't um, Captain Marvel kind of supposed to be the, well, she's, the top person? Well, well, she definitely is crazy, crazy fucking powerful. And, um, I mean, obviously you, you saw the, the post credit scene, so you know that that's, that's yeah. what, that's what, uh, Nick Fury was going after. So, yeah. So it's cool. So we'll see her movie, which is set in the 90s in February or March, and then she'll be coming through and saving the rest of the, uh, the gang in, uh, in fucking April or May, whatever the fucking next movie is, so. Yeah, I hope I hope that's a good movie. Whoa. I mean, they haven't really missed on many of these. That's... Now, after Dark World, they really got the formula down. Yeah, you're right. Like Dark 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 World wasn't like a good movie by any stretch, but um, you know, it was still enjoyable. I still enjoyed it, but like you're right. Like after that, they sort of just like hit a gear that just hasn't stopped. Yeah, I, I didn't like the. I honestly did not like the Marvel Universe before. Dark well, I didn't like Dark World. Um, the only one I liked was the first and second Iron Man, I mean, yeah. and then um, I like did Civil War. I mean, not Civil War. Did um, did uh, Winter Soldier become become before Dark World? I think that no, that was after Dark World. Yeah, so I didn't like any of them, but the Iron Man ones, and t- and then after that, I've liked every Everyone, single one. Yeah, they really hit their fucking stride. And uh, John, we're pretty much done talking about uh, Infinity War. So yeah, we 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 just we, no more spoilers on it or anything. I don't know why you still haven't seen it. I mean, oh sorry, uh, but the Brayden Holpe just made the most ridiculous save. I know I'm in, in the Stanley Cup final. It is pretty fucking crazy. But um, no, but seriously, go see Infinity War. I will. Yeah. Or I mean, I could just. I'm sure Marvel needs our advertising help. By the way, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit about advertising, man. I just love talking about it because how fucking good it was. So it was also wait. Can I get your guys' opinion on this? Uh, do you think an expansion team making the Stanley Cup final is a good thing or bad thing for hockey? I don't see how it could be bad. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. Yeah. I mean, it's bad for Vegas. Like, it's, it's funny, cool that, it's funny that it's a Vegas team and it's going to be bad for Vegas because they were a 5,000 to one shot to that win is, the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that is kind so, of ironic. Pretty funny. But, like, hockey. It's crazy how well it's doing there, though. Yeah. I heard that the first game, one of. Half of all TV sets. Yeah, it was like it was like a forty-eight percent or something like that. Pretty awesome. So, and this will only help that, you know, if they could win a Stanley Cup in their first fucking season. The like, like hockey people always say like, oh, why don't more people like hockey? And but then like once like an, a non-traditional market gets hockey and like the people see really seem to like it and they're doing well, people are like, oh, this is like this is dumb like. 
they don't deserve it yet. They got to suffer through. Like, well, this is why more people don't like hockey because fans are fucking retarded. Sometimes. Yeah. So they have a very hipster sports presence. <laughs> it's the it's the worst. They, it have, is. they have to suffer before they go. No, they don't suffer. They they, they fucking they they earned it. They earned it by playing the fucking games. Yeah, like um, like the Marlins won a World Series what in their first four years. Uh, the Jaguars and the Panthers went to their conference champion championships in their second years. Yeah, like it's not unprecedented. And you know what? Like they're playing with a goalie who was a fucking cast off from the Penguins. Because... I, mean, I mean, they're all cast offs. No, I know, but like Flurry was like fucking to get him out of here, the Penguins, and you know he's been. Phenomenal for them all season. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's definitely winning the Conn Smythe if they win the cup. Oh, yeah. And, Absolutely. I mean, if the Caps win it, Ovechkin's got the Conn Smythe. Also, another thing about hockey, their trophies have the weirdest names. Like, even, like, I'm a pretty, like, diehard hockey fan. Even I, 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 I have to think about what their trophies actually are. Oh, because it's like the, what the name, like yeah, the Art the, Ross and. The Art Ross is what? The points? Like, Morrissey Shard's goal? Like, goals. like, just. President's Cup. There's like eight, the and there's points. also like eighty trophies. <laughs> there are a lot of fucking trophies, but the Norris was the Norris Trophy. Norris mm-hmm. is best defenseman. defenseman. Yeah, call uh, the Calder, the Vezina, the, the Vezina, goalie. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fucking fucking uh, Canadians, get your shit together. <laughs> All right, I think on that note, um, I on guess that we, note, let's. Um, what are you doing over there, Brian? You, you have more. That's chips? me. Yeah, that's you have more chips. You. What are you doing? I don't have chips. I like moved in my seat a little. Oh, are you like a leather chair? Yeah. Oh, it's all the leather just fucking yeah, crunching it's around just your, your fucking body. Your, your leg sweat <laughs> is just. That's because peeled. I'm I'm just oh, without man. the fan here. I'm just sweating. Oh, you just fuck. It's the leather ripping off your skin. <laughs> That's <laughs> no. what that noise is. Right, That's yeah. what the all viewers right. get to hear. Right. I mean, definitely listeners on, get to hear their right. last two definitely minutes. On, on that note of Canadians get your shit together and Brian's skin just. Standing like a bag of chips ripping off of leather. <laughs> Alright, let me, I'll, I'll bring us home with, uh, follow us on Twitter at, at fantasy underscore lens. You could always email us at fantasylenspodcast at gmail.com. We have a fantasy right, lens. And subscribe to us. Rate and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, we're also on, um, word, uh, fantasylens.wordpress.com. Yeah. And, um. See you in a couple of weeks, probably. Yeah, we'll be back in a few weeks. And, uh, go see Infinity War if you haven't seen it. Because it's really fucking good. Yeah, we'll see go see it, John. Alright. Peace, peace out. Bye.